everybody. Hi there. It's Holly. And Daniel. And you're listening to Halfway Saints. Episode 9. Episode 9. Hope everyone's doing well on, we're recording this on Divine, Divine Mercy Sunday. I didn't know we were going to say it together. I didn't know we say it together. I know, but it would have been fun. <laughs> Uh, so happy Divine Mercy mm-hmm. Sunday to everyone. Um, I'm a little under the weather, so I apologize if you hear any of my sniffles. Daniel just went and got me some tissues, so hopefully there won't be any kind of gross interruptions because of my cold. More than likely, there will be a constant sniffle in the background. So. I'm so, I can't help it. It's okay. I'll work on it. I'll try. Okay. Okay. You can try. Suck all the snot back in. Oh, it's so gross. Don't do that. <laughs> Why'd you tell me to I do it? I was joking. I didn't think you'd try it. Uh, well, um, anyway, I'm sorry. But thanks thanks again for joining us. Um, and also thank you. We've received um, a few emails offering advice and support, and we're um, just very thankful for the feedback that we get. Um, and based on that feedback, it seems what a lot of people are asking for is more wacky sound effects. What? Yeah, like on a radio show? Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna start working those in. No, no, I'm not. just kidding. No oh one, no one suggested that. That'd be the worst. I, I hate Holly, that. I hate Holly that stuff. hates like morning radio, especially like zany ones with sound effects and sound bites. Or lame trips to Disney World or stupid things. What are you talking it's about? A very specific. Yeah, memory. <laughs> I don't think that's a universal. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I do hate that no. stuff. Please don't ever make us do it. Other than Holly's sniffling, there'll be no sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was just thinking of other ones that we could do. No, we shouldn't go into it. No. Anyway, what we're going to talk about tonight, today, we always say tonight. It's because we record at night after the baby's asleep. So yeah. if we ever forget to clarify, it could be today. It could be the day when you're listening to it. Right. But well, right now it's 9 o'clock p.m. It is. Almost bedtime. It's almost bedtime. <laughs> um, but we wanted to talk about new media and technology and how that relates to Catholicism. And Holly is really great with technology. <laughs> Not true. The other day I was thinking of... Um, <coughs> she was listening to her iPod in your car, I think. Was well, it, it was on car? my first iPhone. Okay. And it, No, I think I was, it was in, I was in New York and listening to it. Like, and, on the way to, um, through the subway and stuff. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> that really very helps. important information. But she was talking to me after, and she was like, yeah, I think there's something wrong with my phone. It, I was listening to it, and, it, and I looked at it, and it said FIN, like F-I-N. Asterisk. Asterisk. And then afterward, it said dismantle repair. So, like, I think I need to get it fixed. Because well, I knew that FIN meant, like, end. In French. In French. And then I was like, oh, crap, that's that's end of my phone. And then it said dismantle repair. So I asked Holly, I was like, well, what were you listening to? She said, I was listening to Anne Berlin. <laughs> Anne Berlin has a song called Finn and a song called dismantle repair. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out how to dismantle an iPhone. I was probably, like, are there already you, screws? I mean, you probably would not be able to repair it. Definitely not. All right. So, but that's, yeah. they're both very good songs, very good album. If you have ever listened to Amberlynn, they actually just stopped recording. Like they had their final tour, I think, last year. Yeah. I like them. them. Sometimes they are a little too um, intense for me, but I like their like acoustic sounds a lot. Yes. Sounds. Sounds. 
Acoustic songs is what I meant to say. Acoustic sounds. Which have acoustic sounds in them. It's true. Anyway, Holly has improved since then, since the early days of her first iPhone, where she would take advice from song titles. (laughs) Um, But what we wanted to talk about is um, how the faith has been affected by um, sort of the effulgence of the new tech. Effulgence? Uh, Effulgence? Yeah, it is. No. It, it's a word. I forget the meaning at the moment, but I'm pretty sure well, it's like. Using it I'm pretty sure it means like the genesis or the immersion or the um, immersion. Beginning? Emergence, not immersion. The beginning. The advent of. Why not just say beginning? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the rise of. There's been a lot of technology that is new in the past decade, decade. or so. It's true. It's true. Um, Especially with the iPhone. iPhones have really added. A whole new dimension. Because you basically have a computer you carry around in your pocket. Mm-hmm. But with apps. <laughs> wow. <laughs> apps are like a really revolutionary thing. I was thinking about that the other They're day. They're just computer programs, but small and compact. And so much more um, accessible. And that's why they are su- such big successes. Okay. And it's... anyone can make one. Okay. Apps are interesting. Right, but it's not like a totally new thing. It's a program that's with a better interface and... Yeah. More accessibility. Anyway, so, if Holly would quit derailing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we want to talk about how um, the Catholic faith has been affected by this kind of rise of technology and our experience with it as well. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to come from. Because I think it's tough to like universally say, here's what everyone, how everyone deals with technology and here's how it's affected everything. But yeah, so we'll just... And- <clears throat> Pope Benedict, uh, like, called people to use the new media. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Pope Benedict. He talked about evangelizing the digital continent. Yes. So it's kind of like there's this whole new means and um, this whole new space on which to encounter people, mm-hmm. which I think is, it's true, but I think it's very different from traditional means of communication. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you can't substitute it for the traditional right. Right. So the first thing we want to talk about was podcasts. Podcasts. It's a podcast about podcasts. We're going really meta today. Uh Blowing your mind. Um, But podcasts were a really big thing for Holly and I um, growing in our faith. And we may have mentioned this before. um, But when we were first, um, when Holly had first come into the church and I had come back into the church, um, there were a few podcasts that we really loved and enjoyed. Which is when we were first married. Yeah, right way. when we were first married. Mm-hmm. And they um, were a really good supplement to our faith lives because at that time we were really struggling to find community and to um, find a Catholic place where we really fit in and felt like we were at home. Yeah, it was like we were walking into parishes and wanting to be... Uh, part of their community and we were struggling with figuring out how and so what we kept running into is that we would say like hey we want to be involved here what like what do you got and they would just say oh you can be a lector or oh you can go help with the RCIA group or you can you know just do this that or the other um and it's it just was hard for us because we were put into these like formal roles we're like 
we just didn't really feel a part of it. I feel like we were just, like, kind of placed there. Yeah, and I think some of it was probably our own fault of us, like, our idea of getting involved in a parish was, like, doing one of the ministries, like, oh, we're going to do the children's liturgy or teach CCD or something like that, or we're going to help out with RCIA. And we were kind of, we weren't allowing ourselves to be ministered to. I think it's probably a bit of arrogance on our part, maybe not thinking they had anything to offer us. Um, But I think we, what, you're giving me a look? Just was thinking about what you said, but I get it. Continue. Okay. okay. Um, but a lot of times when we would go into a parish, um, it would they would either ask us to do something or we would ask what can we do, and it was sort of we weren't taking that time to there wasn't that opportunity to be welcomed and to become integrated into that community. And I now that we have found a really great community, um, it's easy to look at like in hindsight and say like oh well it should have been this way, but the success of what our community is now is how easy it is and how it's just uh, welcoming people into a community of people. So instead of being like a formal, we're going off a little bit on a tangent. We're not, it's okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get back, back to podcasts. Don't worry. Um, but when we were like asking what to do, we were put into these like formal positions versus just like, Hey, you're new here. I've never seen you before. Would you like to come over for dinner with us? Mm-hmm. Or there is there are a lot of young adults here, and they have um, like a young adult mass every whatever Thursday night, or or a holy hour or something like. Just like people inter- encountering new people and uh, inviting them into the community. I don't think I'm saying myself or explaining myself correctly. So can you help me out? I think you're trying to say that it was more of us being brought into something rather than us having to work on something or build up something. Yeah. So, like, right now, it was, or where we are now, it's so great because when we first joined, it was just like, hey, we uh, pray every Thursday night. Would you like to come? And we did, and it was great. And then that led us into finding, like, just wanting to get to know more people within the church and our parish and, uh, you know, wanting to just meet all of the parishioners and to uh, grow in connection with them and in community with them. And then we were like, oh, how can we help out more with this parish? Because we, and we can more easily see the gaps too. So we, we could evaluate our own gifts and say, hey, you just lost a elect- not lost a lot. We lost one. It's been, it was a tough week. It no, was Holy Week. They, they moved lost. away. It moved away, so like maybe we could say like, "Oh, we'll be a lector," or just as an example. Um, but that because we're just like we were just welcomed into the community, then we can kind of find our own niche a little bit more easily than them saying like, "Oh, I just met you. We need lectors. Be a lector." Right. There wasn't an opportunity to, because um, before you can really serve someone well, you have to get to know them a bit. Right. Like certainly you could help a stranger, but to really help someone needs to be that personal relationship with, you know, the pastor of the parish and the, the people of the parish and that kind of thing. And it kind of speaks to the whole culture of, like, um, our salvation doesn't come from, like, what we do, 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 do. And, like, all of all of the, like, you know, the checklist of all the things that we did. Like, oh, I was a lecturer at Mass, and I... Lecture is apparently my only example for yeah, this. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> else you could do. Everyone's just sitting around reading to each other. <laughs> 
Um, I did children's liturgy. I go. did. We did RCIA. RCIA. I helped uh, plant plants outside of the church. There you go. That's when a great did you do example. That? Oh, I never did it. <laughs> oh. <an> example. <laughs> so you didn't plant any plants. <laughs> no, like you could have a checklist of all these all things. All the things, yes. But yes. nothing, it doesn't really mean that you're a part of the church until, or parish, part of the parish. It's better to say parish. Yeah, yeah. Um, until you really immerse yourself within the people. Right. And the same goes for like priests and uh, immersing yourself in the parish. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that was a really long-winded way of saying that we were not having certain needs met in we our... We were not encountering people of, like, right. similar... We were encountering people. Yeah, in general. Like, we yeah. knew people. We were kind of friends. We knew but, of people. But like, we, we weren't... just saw them at Mass every Sunday. Right, but we didn't feel like we were really living out our faith with these people. We weren't um, conversing with them. We didn't know. Yeah. We, like, barely knew what their names were. Mm-hmm. And it's... I know now that it's a lot on our part that we didn't introduce ourselves to them all you had to do is introduce themselves yeah everybody wants to be heard everyone wants to be met yeah so like if we had just introduced ourselves maybe things would be different but i don't know i mean not all the way different it's got to be a a two-way street but like you know yeah anyway sorry long-winded again again we added a little more wind at the end there (sighs) um so when we were in that position of sort of not really having the human interaction part we found a couple of podcasts that we really really loved um and that they offered us and it sounds kind of silly and dorky that like that was our community back then but we really like we listened to them together or separately but listen to the same episodes and then talk about it with one another and it would bring up topics and really helped us to grow in our faith because we would just get to hear about all these topics and perspectives we'd learn a lot but we'd also it gave holly and i a platform to discuss our faith and to talk about growing in our faith and, and to be challenged to be challenged right because there were these people you know across the country we wouldn't we wouldn't have met them or well we haven't met them but we would not have <laughs> interacted with them in any way had it not been for you know the podcast that they do yeah and i like as a new catholic i never would have considered topics like mm-hmm. i wouldn't have considered half of the things that I learned about. Right. You know, so I never would have learned the things that I learned if it weren't for the podcast. Or if I, I wouldn't have formed the, not opinions, the beliefs that I have, unless it were for these podcasts. Right. Or like be able to um, defend those beliefs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it really gave us sort of um, like a catechesis as well. Definitely. And it was something we could just um, enter into on our own. Like we just, our role was to sit and listen to these and to let them speak to us and um, just be ministered to in that way. Which is kind of what we were missing. Right. That whole long-winded thing was to say that we were missing being ministered to right. and no, being spoken to No directly. one was like, oh, it's great to meet you. Come here and let us teach you about this topic. Uh-huh. Let a, We're going to let you listen to us discuss this and right. what this part of our faith means to us and that kind of We weren't invited in, and so right. here we were able to join in to this like invitation of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Hopefully it makes sense to everyone Hopefully else. you guys are getting it. Yeah. Should we, I think we should say what podcast we like. Go ahead. I'll let you say it. Well, my favorites, yeah, are Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Mm-hmm. Which is done by um, some priests from the Archdiocese of Denver. Yep. Um, the Lanky Guys and Three Dogs North. Right. And the Lanky Guys is um, done by a priest and a 
um, biblical scholar who scriptural genius, scriptural genius at um, <laughs> at the Catholic Center at University of Colorado Boulder. Uh-huh. And then Three Dogs North, North, which we've mentioned before, is done by um, a priest and some seminarians from Mundelein Seminary up in Chicago. That's awesome. Um, and a new addition to my uh, list of favorites is Father Mike Schmidt's uh, Sunday homilies. I don't know. I was listening to those. I don't know if they're homilies or just talks they are he homilies. gives. Because ta- he refers to them as talks in the homilies. So I don't think he would say that. They're homilies. Okay. <laughs> Jury's out on whether or not they're homilies. If anyone's listening who knows the answer, let us know. Okay. Um, but, okay. Go ahead. The Father Mike Schmitz one. Daniel didn't, like, love it, but I loved it. He did this uh, five-part series of talks. Talks. Um, on covenant and, uh, like, pretty much went through the full covenant theology, which is, like, mind-boggling and awesome and amazing he does talk really fast so there are a couple that i had to listen to twice but um if you are ever curious like if um if you're curious curious about catholic teaching on certain things that is a great place to start because it talks it gives you a good foundation for where catholic teaching starts Mm -hmm. sorry it's okay plug yeah thanks um but so the podcast that really got it that we loved that one that really sustained us during like our first years of marriage and finding community was Catholic stuff you should know. And it's very basic. It They pick a topic. They talk about it. Um, Catholic stuff. Catholic is, <laughs> yeah, it's in the name. Um, but they, it just, they were, at the time, um, like we kind of saw them go through like just being seminarians to being ordained uh-huh. deacons to being an ordained priest. And they're just um, very faithful men who really love the church or in love with their faith. And who are, like, friends. Right. And really funny with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Father John Nupple and Father Nathan Goebel mm-hmm. and was a Deacon Joe Doman. Who is also Father Joe. Now. He's now a Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they were, like, they were just really funny with each other. Like, they were, like, for me to listen in, they're, like, guys being guys. And they're, like, joking on each other and, like, making all these funny jokes <laughs> <laughs> joking around with their jokes I just I would like laugh out loud yeah. often when I was listening to them but it also was great for me to hear that the Catholic Church has a humor and that there are people even though there are men that they're like like that they think the same things that I think are funny are funny mm-hmm. like they have the same kind of humor as I do and they also like look at the world like really realistically mm-hmm. which I think sometimes you can get caught up in like this bubble Right. And it's just a very open and honest, like they try to teach you something on each episode, but you also um, just get to learn about them and hear their experiences, which is just really good to hear, Mm -hmm. especially um, for a married couple. It's always interesting to hear priests and seminarians talk about their vocation um, and it really helps. um, Helps inform our vocation. Right. And especially one of the other podcasts we mentioned. Wait, before you go. With Catholic stuff, mm-hmm. uh, there are a couple of episodes or podcasts that I like loved. We started listening to them because they had an episode. Daniel uh, found them because they had a podcast called "How Philly Stole Our Archbishop," because Archbishop Chapu came from their diocese to our mm-hmm. diocese, and that one was our like starter into it. And then I remember there was one about Christmas trees mm-hmm. that I thought was so interesting, and. Um, 
there's one about Batman that I think mm, is like that was a really good one. It's really really good. Um, our baby just coughed on the monitor, <laughs> so we both got nervous. But um, yeah, those were like my my favorite ones. Yeah, there are good, but again, if you um, go check them out, just pick some topics that you think are interesting. They have a ton. Like they've been around for five years. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot. Um, but sorry, one ahead. of the other ones we really like is um, Three Dogs North, which we mentioned. And by the way, we've um, gotten emails from two out of the three people who do Three Dogs North, um, yeah. and it's really great and really um, encouraging to hear from them. Um, so they've given us great feedback. So Rob and Father Connor, or Seabisk and Juice, as they like to refer <laughs> themselves, um, um, thank you so much for all of your support. We really appreciate it. But what we love, um, especially about their podcast, is the insight we've gotten into um, the vocation of priesthood and how they kind of pursue it and the struggles and the joys that they have. And it's really helped inform our vocation as married people, kind of see the other the other side of it. Because um, I think celibacy and married life, they both represent aspects of what the beatific vision will be like. Mm-hmm. Like, those are kind of, on earth, two ways for you to experience God and have, like, a glimpse of what lies ahead for us in heaven. That's beautiful. Thank you. I'm not being silly. (laughs) That's nice. Um, But I really like them because I get, I, we get an insight to, like, their everyday life and how uh, enormously God works through them. Like, they have these stories of just like helping others encounter Christ through their vocation that are just really beautiful to hear mm. and very inspiring. And uh, as a mom who stays at home most of the day, it encourages me that maybe I should get out a little bit more and be unafraid and talking to people about my faith mm. and being straight up saying, Hey, yeah. I'm Catholic and I like it. There you go. And you might like it too. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's where it all begins. <laughs> Um, and then the third one, Holly mentioned the lanky guys. The official name is the Word on the Hill with the lanky guys. I know, but uh, we just call it the lanky or the lanks. Sometimes, usually. yeah, we say the lanks. Sometimes we say the stuffs. Yeah, we have nicknames. We A lot do. of shorthand over here. Um, but the lanky guys, what they do is look at the scripture readings for Sunday, um, and just kind of go through them all, explain them a little bit, and look, try to find the thread between all of the readings. All four of them. All four of the readings. They include the, the responsorial song. Mm-hmm, because it's scripture as well. It is, and it all points to something. The church, she They planned she it out. Doing, they yeah. weren't just like, eh, throw this psalm in there. Right. But um, that actually is in, res- is in response to one of the, right. usually the Old Testament readings. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have learned so much through this podcast, so much about scripture, so much about... Um, Context, like historical context, context. Mm, and how the scripture relates to the liturgy and that kind of thing, um, and it always gives us something to like talk about at the Bible studies we go to. Mm-hmm. Like we always have kind of like a ringer. We slide in there, like I actually learned recently that this means <laughs> this, and just blow everyone's minds. Yeah, we take their information as our own. Yeah, sometimes. Just kidding. Um, but that's I think that's a really great resource for um, just getting a little bit of insight into scripture. Um, if you know we don't have time to take a whole course on biblical literature or scripture or even like it's difficult to sit down and read a book on the Acts of the Apostles um, mm-hmm. 
so it's good to just hear it kind of like an hour long snippet of get like a little bit of context on it um and get to know deeper 50 minutes around an hour but then it also really does help inform your your mass experience my mass experience since listening to the link you guys has been like hugely impacted Mm -hmm. because you you just kind of have an ear out for things that could tie together and well if you're good like I was not this week, but if you listen to the podcast, like on the Thursday they released it before the Sunday mass, uh, you just can really enter into it. Because sometimes, if I haven't read the readings before mass and I'm um, reading it along with the lector, mm-hmm. lectors back in the conversation, um, then I kind of get lost with like trying to process it on my own. Where this way I can have already kind of processed mm-hmm. it and enter into mass and like just let the liturgy speak to me, mm-hmm. which is just a lot less stress. Right. Anyone out there with small children, I think you understand. You may not right. hear any any part of mass. Mm-hmm. You just listen for bells ringing and you know, <laughs> communion soon. Right. Um. So it's really great to kind of just take a moment, like sit with the scripture. <laughs> and really enter into it and they do a great job and they're really funny too mm-hmm. and I just I can't believe how smart they are I mean they're like so smart yeah. I know they do research before but they're so smart yeah it's not the opposite of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> if you want research and intelligence go listen to the link go over guys. there um, so those are the podcasts that we really love did you have anything else to say to add that podcasts are, are great because they let us be a part of something without having to contribute to anything. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of so just sit back and listen. Free knowledge. Yeah, free entertainment. Free and I, I run a lot, so like it's just great to put on a podcast and go run. Or um, if I'm doing dishes, just put on a podcast and listen to it. Um, and it's just really like a really great way to get in um, something that contributes to your faith on your downtime, I guess yeah. you could say it. Like when I used to have a like 45 minute commute, it was perfect to listen mm-hmm. to podcasts. Then I'd start my day like, oh, I learned something this morning. Yeah. 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 But we really encourage you to check out those podcasts. They're, they're wonderful. They've done a lot for us. And really, um, we wanted to start a podcast because of what they've done for what us. What they've done for us. Um, and they like... Like I said, with the Catholic stuff, guys, and the same with the Three Dogs North and Linky guys, and even Father Mike Schmidt. Um, I don't know if it's Schmidt or Schmitz. You and I, have I know talked we've about gone this. Back, back and forth, but anyway, um, it really affirmed us to know that others were out there who were similar, of similar like humor and similar minds, and wanted to dive deeper into scripture and into mm-hmm. teaching and into the richness of the church, and so it was really affirming to us, and so. Uh, with our podcast here, we would really like to help affirm other young couples to say, like, hey, yeah, we are 26. We're 26, right? Yeah. Well, well I'm 25. You're, yeah. Almost 26. Almost 26. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have a baby, and, like, we're doing it, and it's possible. Right. And so we would like to affirm others who uh, may be a little nervous about it or also who might not find like know their place in the church but that we do have a voice as young married couples in Mm -hmm. that um god has something for us and so we just want to share what he has for us with you guys that's true that's the goal we'll see how successful we are yeah we'll see um we also wanted to the main thing was podcast because that's been the biggest thing in our lives we also wanted to oh so i wanted to like cap off podcast that like 
So we listened to podcasts for like two years and they were like so good. And we, we were able to share experiences with that and they were so great for us, like we've already said. But then we got to find real community mm-hmm. and um, we moved into a different area of town and we joined a different parish. And uh, like I said, we were welcomed into a young adult group and it's been absolutely life changing. And so mm-hmm. while the podcasts were really, really great, to affirm us and give us the confidence to join a parish and to know what we're looking for and to meet other people. Um, they're great, but we, they do not, uh, replace the necessity yeah, of right. like one-on-one interactions and relationships with other people because our church as a community, as a universal community needs to be made up of, uh, person to person relationships. Yeah. Right, and what we're saying is the podcasts kind of, when we were struggling to find that, were a good supplement and a good source of, mm-hmm. like I said, it wasn't like we were listening to them in isolation. You and I right. discussed them. We would share them with others. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good for our marriage to, like, talk about things. Right, because it gives you something good to talk about, not just a TV show or something silly like that. Not right. one of those silly morning radio shows with sound effects. No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, so, other than podcast, podcasts aren't the only kind of new media developed in the that's what we got podcast and we stopped we didn't no. go any further um but social media i'm making Whoa. air quotes because oh i gosh. hate when people talk about social media daniel hates buzz i hate buzz buzzwords which they're fun i don't think they're a big i deal. hate okay it's especially frustrating when there's like a technical term or like an industry term that gets taken out of context and then just like beaten to death daniel hates the term when a video goes viral Ooh. right okay <laughs> because it's just like people say like oh that that's viral and it's like no it's it's popular that's not what that word means it's and infectious like, okay <laughs> but no once people say like oh i'm so ocd it's like no you're not or like oh i'm my add is kicking in like no you've not been diagnosed with attention deficit disorder you're using a buzzword knock it off anyway <laughs> social media it's another one of those. What would you call social media instead of social media? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what other kind of media is there? We just sit at home and don't no, interact? There, no, there's, f- like, photo media. Okay, also, media is not used correctly either. Oh, my God. I'm kind of a stickler for words. I don't know if you've picked up on that by now. Anyway, social media, we'll concede the point and call it that. Um, Scrooge. Yeah. Anyway, so Holly and I actually have very different opinions on the Facebook. on Facebook and just kind of the uh, usefulness of social media when it comes to spreading the faith. All right, you want to get into it? Now? <laughs> we do. <laughs> just kidding. No. So why don't you talk? Why don't you? I'll give an example. I'll t- tell the example from last week. Okay. So uh, I am friends with a man who uh, posted. Something, I think it was in, like, response to the Indiana, like, law that was just happened that, like, caused so much controversy. They passed a religious freedom protections law. Right. Not a right to discriminate law. Anyway, I don't I don't know for sure if that was what he was reacting to, but, like, the day before Easter, he posted and said, I don't get what, Chris, what Christians... Uh, like want to do here like it just seems like they just are looking for something else to hate or like something new to hate um and they'll like don't they just get that god wants to just love and be tolerant to everybody and so then there are like 13 comments of everybody saying like 
yeah, the Christians are just all out for money. It's all about money for them. And then he posted, like, all hail the mighty dollar sign. And uh, they were just saying all of this stuff about how, like, one guy, it was so sad. He was like, yeah, I actually renounced my Catholic Christian faith because of the hypocrisy that I saw and stuff. And it just was, like, so hard to read. It was just so negative. And so I posted could not very close friends with this man but I said hey uh um I'm trying to remember what I said something along the lines of like yeah it's hard because like a lot of this is true and it's really highlighted by the media but the um the sorry the um the fact of the matter is that we're all broken and we're all sinners and so you can't hopefully you can judge the religion by Christ and not by the people because we are all broken and Christ came to redeem that and to save us from that and that's what we're celebrating in Easter so I hope that you guys can judge not by the like can't judge the people too harshly because we're all broken but can just look to Christ and see that we're all called to imitate Christ I said it much more eloquently hopefully than that but then people stopped commenting and that was it people stopped you know and so my mentality is no I probably didn't change their mind but I think that as Christians and as Catholics, we need to have our voice heard. And there, are, there is a lot on social media that's just affirming others' beliefs. That's like, oh, um, I don't know. I can't think of any examples today because <laughs> my brain does not work. But it's just people saying their opinions and everyone's saying, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But... If you offer another opinion, and that makes sense, the likelihood is that someone's going to say, you're right, you're right, you're right. People will hop on that band because that's just the way that people are. Um, and so if we just get our voice heard, then people won't assume. Because a lot of the culture right now, it's just that everyone just assumes that, ev- like, blanket statement, everyone believes a certain thing, and that all Christians only love mo- money, or that the Catholic Church hates women or, like, whatever. But that's not true. That people actually don't believe that. And people, there is truth to be heard. And so if you just, like, put your plugs in there, then maybe people will be like, oh, there are other opinions. Oh, there is another aspect to this conversation. I tried to say that as much as I could without going on to too many hot topics. But that's why I had to not make too many good... I agree with what you're saying, that, like, sometimes people kind of get into a hive mentality and just saying like no not everyone thinks that can be effective but i also question the ability of the average facebook or twitter users like to look at something with a discerning eye and not just say like oh i don't agree with that unfollow or like oh i do agree with this like like i don't know how many people are reading the things they disagree with and and considering them they might read them so they can comment on them and then I know, but I just think that we need to be heard. We need to be present. There's this whole world of media, of social media, <laughs> that um, we can't be quiet on. Right. You know? But I... We also don't need to pick fights, for sure. But we need to make sure that all, all views can be heard. Right, yeah. you know, or else it will become one-sided, and then culture will follow. I think the the danger lies in relying only on that one comment and like not desiring to go further because I don't I 
don't, I, I don't know, maybe, I don't want to say this has never happened, but I doubt anyone has been converted by someone's Facebook status. You know? No, of course not. Because I think there has to be a personal interaction there. For sure. And That's I think that... do the person above the tool. Yes. <laughs> I learned that at a talk recently, which is a very good thing to know. That the person should always come before the tool. We can't forget about the tool. Right. I just... I question whether or not it's gone, like, too far. Like, if you want, you just follow all of the the bloggers or the people who agree with you and you just kind of like nod oh yeah that's right like i don't i don't know if anyone like says oh i'm gonna read all of these posts from someone who i disagree with and consider their ideas but because that because the other options are there like why would i read that if it's gonna make me angry i'm just gonna read maybe it's not for somebody who wrote the post but maybe it's someone who's like oh maybe that's true and then reads through the comments and it's like oh no i think that that makes a little bit more sense and then they dive deeper and they go into the wikipedia black hole kind of thing and then they like dig 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 and they find beauty you know they could yes they could get lost into darkness and not into good things but you need to give them the option to find beauty and to find good huh i think it's right i get what you're saying but i think you that opinion presupposes that people are generally objective and I think they are aren't at when they're like commenting on because the people who comment reading. maybe they're, maybe not they're reading though maybe yeah maybe I'll give you maybe possibly well I think it would be it worth it for a maybe or possibly I think personal conversations and interactions would be much more effective well I completely agree but I think I think what that does is prompts us as Catholics as people of faith to ask how can we use these tools correctly right. how can we um, use the ability for videos to be shot and shown around the world in a day to further the Catholic faith. Yeah, but you, there also are small ways to do it. I know, but I'm saying... my so, like an example where I think that ours, my case could be better understood is that like, I don't know, say Refinery29 asked a question on Twitter, um, like a blanket question, what kind of birth control do you use? And if someone says, I use natural family planning, instead of everyone else saying, I use uh, NuvaRing or Morena or whatever, then that's good. Like, we just need to be vocal. I know. I didn't. My point was we need to use it well. Right. I agree. <laughs> your, I think that what I'm your saying. Your agreement is, sounds like a disagreement. No, I think that my um, way is a way to use it for good. Okay. It's a good way to use it. I know. I didn't say there were no good ways. I, I said we need to think about it and think about the ways we're using it. Okay. Like, if there's something that should be said in person or on a phone call instead of a Versus Facebook on message. Facebook. Oh, right. for sure. Yeah. What? Holly does this thing <laughs> where I say something, she agrees with it, but states what she's saying in such a way that it sounds like... <laughs> She's like disagreeing I just said, with oh, me. for sure? Yeah. Is that like I was disagreeing with No, no, your previous oh. statement. And then she says, oh, yeah, that's what I meant after that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Um, but speaking of using the tools well, um, Father Robert Barron does a whole series. There's a whole ministry called Word on Fire. Mm-hmm. They do movies. He's, he wrote a book called Catholicism. They do 
like short videos and um, talks and he he's a really good example of um, how to use new media successfully mm-hmm. and correctly um, so if you haven't I think it's just wordonfire.org or .com or just something. Google word on word fire, fire. Um, he's a really good there's also a, example of that a, I think it's like kind of just starting out but there's one called likable art it's l-i-k-e-a-b-l-e mm-hmm. um, art and they do a lot of cool uh, Catholic things, mm-hmm. like images and movie or like little videos and things that are encouraging and mm-hmm. nice to get like spread around into the. What? I want to say like blogosphere, but one of those silly words that you would hate. I can't. I can't think of what it was. The, the World Wide Web. No, boy. No, not that one. But so, um, yeah, I guess the point is, we as Catholics should be thinking about ways to use these tools effectively and correctly and to always remember to be like loving and charitable yes. and to even if the other people other users are in that don't keep this in mind we should always keep in mind there's a person behind that screen name you know it's really easy to if you're not looking at a person to be like you're an idiot what are you thinking that kind of thing but if you're you keep in mind you keep the person above the tool exactly then it um better informs on how you should interact with mm-hmm. one another and same it goes the same way with someone who you're supporting or doing something well for like maybe you know you don't just like you send them an email saying thank you for saying that I really appreciated that because mm-hmm. I think um, it should not be a replacement for communication human interaction all of these tools and technologies we have should um, make us better communicators and better um and have better relationships and over longer distances. It shouldn't right. replace, um, you shouldn't be Facebooking your neighbor wh- and, you know, when you could be talking to him. Face to face. Yeah. And you, sh- and you should use Facebook for someone who lives, you know, in Japan and you can talk to them through that. In Japan. In Japan. Hot touch number one. <laughs> That's Holly's favorite scene from The Office. It's one of my favorite okay. scenes, but it's high up there. Do you have any other notes? No, I think that was it for for this. Yeah. Oh, and we also uh, think that Catholic memes Facebook page is really, really funny. Yeah, and I think that is a good way to, if you haven't heard of it. So if you're new to this whole internet thing. <laughs> this whole Facebook thing. Um, a meme is like an image or something that gets repeated and changed it a little bit. It goes viral. It goes, oh my God. <laughs> you know why I hate it? Because... Old people are like, oh, it oh, went viral. It's all viral. Don't post that picture of me. It'll go viral. It's like there's an actual <laughs> internet disease it can get. Anyway. Um, but no, so a meme is like a little joke, and basically people customize it and change it up and post it again. Um, so there's this Facebook page called Catholic Memes where they do Catholic one. And they basically make images um, that like are funny and Catholic, and they're it's easy to like share them. Mm-hmm. And they're not like in your face and they're funny and they're engaging sometimes I don't get them I have to research well there you and go maybe you maybe, right. and maybe someone will learn to that so yeah. yeah things like that so use use the internet and new media well um, and really look for ways to to engage further definitely find look for other Catholic podcasts um, like I said it's a really great way to um, get kind of like an extra dose of Catholicism while you're on a run or washing the dishes or folding 
the laundry. And I encourage, like, anybody that if you just find anything that speaks to you that you like, um, just don't be hesitant to share it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I just have recently been called to, like, share more of the articles that I find interesting or um, whatever because, I mean, maybe someone else wants to read about that topic or maybe someone else wants to learn about it or... I saw a beautiful video. Um, it actually was Father Mike Schmidt. Oh my gosh, did you hear that? Is that oh, your my stomach? stomach. Yeah. Um, about the priesthood, and it was tr- like it was truly beautiful, mm-hmm. and it was a really great video of, in a realistic look at the call to priesthood. And um, so I shared it, and so it's just really nice to. Sometimes news feeds can get really bogged down with negativity and complaining and blah blah blah. Maybe you can contribute to some good. Mm-hmm. So don't be hesitant to share. Right. And if you like something, try make an effort to go a step further. Like yeah. find that person's email say, thank you for writing this article. I think it's really great. Yeah, because you know most of the ones that I like at least, I bet that they get a lot of hateful emails. Mm. So it's just, I'm sure. Sh- <laughs> Holly reads really divisive <laughs> articles apparently. Well, whatever. I like hot topics. What okay. can I say? All right. But, um, and I know that a lot of, like, female bloggers that write these articles probably get a lot of flack from mm. feminists or people who hate the church or, like, whatever. So I'm sure that it would be very encouraging if you reached out to someone to say, hey, that blog post really spoke to me and, and helped me understand something a little bit better or saw it in a new light or something nice. Yeah. Or your favorite couple who hosts a Catholic podcast. If yeah, they say maybe, something, maybe. just send them an email. Yeah, say, hey, no thanks. Deal. Hey. <laughs> We're just kidding. But, no, please, if you if you want to, send us an email with feedback. Um, but I think that, I think we're going to wrap it up. we're all done here. Shut her down. We're going to have to shut her down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we apologize for anyone who listened to this whole thing okay, where yes. Holly's not feeling. I'm a little delirious. She's a little under the weather. I don't she know. hasn't taken cough medicine or anything. It's just, it's just her. I don't <laughs> like taking medicine. But I can't remember if I've made any solid... Uh, Sentences. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know you. That one was. Uh, I don't want to say arguments. Uh, any valid points? Points. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I hope that I did, and I hope mm-hmm. that we, as a collective whole, uh, offered you something good today. Right. Maybe you'll find another podcast to no. start listening to. No, don't listen to no. us. We like um, you. But yeah, so thanks for thanks for listening again. Um, send us an email if you have any feedback or questions or corrections or hate mail. We'll we'll take anything we can get. We'll take um, anything. Send us email at halfway saints podcast at gmail dot com. We're like on, us on Facebook. We're on Facebook, like us or follow us on Twitter uh-huh. halfway underscore saints. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Visit our webpage. We do have a website, halfwaysaints.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we post super funny thumbnails for all these episodes. Yeah, I don't know if so. you guys well, see no, they're them. not all funny, but they're super great. Yeah, yeah. I guess the um, B one isn't that funny. Yeah. I was like, but wait so, a second. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna shut this off before Holly <laughs> gets any worse. Um, but thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week. All right. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs>